0: Um, injuries from the game, um, Charles and had had oblique strain. He'll be day-to-day. Christian McCaffrey, calf contusion, day-to-day. Elijah Mitchell, groin, um, day-to-day. Go ahead.
1: Uh, I understand what day-to-day means, but what, is there any level of concern with the injuries to McCaffrey and Elijah?
0: Um, no, I mean, we're expecting to get them all back um, for Sunday, but uh, we'll see how it goes through the week for practice and everything, and hopefully it'll go well, and that'll get them ready for Sunday. Uh, was
1: today a, uh, a wind Monday?
0: What's that?
1: Is today a wind Monday or a quasi-wind Monday?
0: I've never heard someone call it a win Monday. I've heard victory Monday, Matt. But Sorry. It's <laughs> all right. It's all right. Yes, it is a victory Monday. Um, we've been doing a little bit more these last few weeks. One, well, we still have all the players review the game tape with the coaches, position coaches, um, but we're trying to get on to Philly as fast as we can and um, get ready for them.
1: Kyle, with the 9 a.m. start, I mean, how do you uh, adjust your schedule to get that body clock I guess, as best you can going into Philly. And then how much, how much better are the Eagles than when you stayed from last year in week two?
0: Um, I'm pretty sure we're, we're kicking off at 3 Eastern, 12 noon, right? That's right, right? right. Yeah. Yes. All right. Cam, don't mess with me like that. Uh, <laughs> my dad did that to me yesterday. Um, thank goodness. So um, we should be all right by 12 um what was the next question or the rest of it
1: how much yeah how much better do the eagles look than when you guys faced them last year in week two Uh In a 10 a.m start Uh specific (laughs)
0: time i mean we're just we're just we just put yesterday's um game to bed but i mean just seeing them across the league throughout the year and just um watching a little bit that we've done here um since last night i mean there's there's a reason that they've been the best in the league so far. I mean, throughout this whole year. I mean, offense, defensively, special teams. Uh, last year, we were real concerned going into the game playing them. We knew they had some good talent and they had good schemes, and uh, that was a real tough game there. And all they've done is play together, add some more players, and gotten a lot better since then. No, uh, I, 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 re- I think turnover that-
1: differential is obviously important in every game, but. Uh, are, are you at all surprised at how well Brock has been able to take care of that? De- you guys, I think, are 15-0 and 0 when you're you know, either tied or, or win the turnover battle. Um, has that been something that obviously has been a point of emphasis, but also maybe surprised you at how well he's done it?
0: Uh, yes, he's been unbelievable at that. I think that's the number one thing he's done. Um, and to be able to be as good with the ball as he has while still making a number of the plays that he has, that's definitely the thing I've been most impressed with.
1: Kyle, I, I oh, realized you guys had a great pass on the ground last, uh, in 2019, and so you didn't throw the ball much at all. But in these two games, is this kind of more your style, or what more what you want that offense to be with the 50-50 split or a very close split between run and pass?
0: Um, yeah, I mean we always try to do that just because we don't like anyone to tee off in any direction. Um, but I wouldn't say it's necessarily the style the game that I want. It's just we feel we got to adapt to the style that we think you need to play to win whatever that given game is or that given moment that week. And um, the better defensive lines you go against, the better defenses you go against, um, that style usually leads to slowing guys down and not allowing other teams to play at what they want to do. And it also gives you a much higher percentage of winning the turnover battle too. So um, – I think you need to be able to win games that way in the playoffs a lot, um, but not always does it. Not always do you have to. I mean, we saw it a different way in week our first week for Seattle, and we'll work all week to see how we see it this week too.
1: Well, you talked, a lot of your players talked about you know you really wanted to run the ball a lot to negate Dallas's pass rush, and by some metrics, the Eagles have an even better pass rush. Obviously, it can be said it's, it you know the simplified. <laughs> Simplifying things was like, oh, you're going to do the same thing you know you did against Dallas, you know, against Philadelphia, which they're expecting, and it goes into this cat mouse game. It, I, I don't know. I, I guess how, how do you approach how do you approach that kind of with an idea they they might think they know what's coming. Sorry, that was another very long question.
0: Um, just that, regardless of what our goal is and everything, and what people thinks might coming. I mean, we always try to be fifty fifty, regardless week in and week out, and no matter where, what you do in the span and certain moments in games when it's all said and done, you hope that's where you're at. And um, so you always got to be able to do both, even last night. I mean, the reason we were able to run the ball is because, you know, the whole team did some good things, but also because we made some big key third-down throws. So we were good on third down. We made some real big, important throws, and um, I thought we threw the ball real well, which which uh, probably better than we ran it, which allowed us to get all those runs.
1: Uh, uh, hey, Kyle, like back in August, was,
0: you, uh, practice this week? Jimmy Garoppolo coming back to practice? Um, I, I don't think so. I think he gets x-ray tomorrow to see how um things are going. I, I believe so, but I still, same as last week, I'd be very surprised if he was out there this week.
1: Hey, Kyle, back in August, you guys uh, cut Nate Sudfeld even after uh, giving him that guaranteed contract. What did you see in Brock getting
0: OTAs and uh, – training camp that made you guys confident enough in him to do that uh just I mean when he first started out he got such few reps because um, of how much reps we were given to Trey and how much we were given to Nate and but every time he got his one or two reps of practice just how decisive he was and got the ball to the right spot and did it aggressively um never seemed unsure of anything and um so he kept earning more reps and the more reps we gave him the more um he continued to look the same and didn't take any steps back and and he carried it over to some of the preseason games. So um, by the end of that, it was pretty ev- um, easy to see how Brock was coming, and we knew we we thought, we knew we wanted to keep him on the roster and not risk him going to practice squads. So it was a decision we had to make.
1: Kyle, you have the defensive player of the year on your roster, but I'd argue that there's no defender in the league more valuable than corner, Warner. Uh, just by the way that he's able to take away the middle of the field and force the quarterback to go elsewhere, uh, it seems like it's second to none. and He's gotten his recognition over the past couple of years, but – when did you realize that you had a special player on your hands? And then throughout your coaching career, when
0: have you gone up against a the second-level defender as valuable as one? Um, yeah, Fred is as good of a player as there is in this league. I mean, his rookie year, we knew we had something special, just how he came in and was able to play so much for us and the pressure we put on him calling the defense and stuff like that and um, how he could handle it as a rookie um, like he was a 10-year bet. And then the second year is really when he took off and you can see how special he was when he led us to the the eight nose start and the number one defense in the league. And, um, you know, there's, a, there's, there's some linebackers like that that you go against in your career that just um, they're so good in zone coverages over the middle um, going, you know, you always had Keekly and Sean Lee who were so good at it. Um, I mean, you always had Bobby Wagner and um, KJ Wright were as good as anyone at it. And then you had Fred Wright there and, Trey and his ease are coming right along, too, but um, it always started with Fred, and um, he covers a lot of ground over the middle, and I know that's what those are usually the guys that the quarterbacks notice the most. We'll
1: take two more guys. Kyle, Kyle how involved has Trey and Jimmy been in meetings over these last several weeks
0: with Rock? Um, I mean, Jimmy is always doing his rehab and stuff and on a, a different schedule, but Trey, Trey hasn't missed one meeting, and he, he's in everything, and it's really doing an awesome job helping out Brock through all this stuff. How, how, how,
1: how, how, how did you go with uh, Tyler Croft instead? Um, I'm sorry, why did you go with uh, Ross Dwelly instead of Tyler Croft at, at tight end?
0: Um, just a lot of things that go into it, special teams and just the type of game we thought it was going to be and um, where to use our guys the most. So it's about as much as I could get into it. Go ahead, Brent, last one.
1: Uh, what was – Eric Armstead obviously you know, it looked like he had a safety on back on um, and, and pulled up because he was afraid of the penalty. Um, I guess what would be your coaching point on, on that? And did you, did you understand his thought process?
0: Yeah, I did. I mean, it's an unfortunate, tougher position than it looks to get caught in. And, um I think he thought Dak was going to throw it, so I think he was going in there with the mindset to get his hands up to try to tip it, and then Dak didn't and caught him off guard, and then he was afraid the position he was in. He was about to hit him high and, and get a penalty. So when you're approaching a quarterback, I mean, it's so hard for these guys to hit in that, the right target area and not get a penalty that you really got to approach it the right way. And I believe without talking to him, just watching on film, he was approaching him to get his hands up to tip it and then all of a sudden when he saw it wasn't that situation, he didn't want to get that 15 yard penalty, which I think somewhat gets him in an embarrassing spot, but that once you, once I watch the tape, I can totally see why it happened and that's just kind of the challenges these guys have.
1: Alright guys, see you Wednesday.
0: Alright guys, see you Wednesday.